I have in the studio a guest, and her name is Catherine. Good morning, Catherine. Good morning. Good morning to you. And you're from Passerelle? Yes. And earlier this week, Wednesday, I think, um, you released a uh, press release um, in response to a sort of government announcement last week. Um, perhaps you'd like to tell us a bit more about it and why you've responded. Well, you, what your response was. Well, tell us all about it. Great. Thank mm. you so much for the invitation. Yeah, no worries. And uh, yes, yeah, so we released this, uh, so this press release uh, this week, responding to an announcement that was made last week, so last Friday, mm. by the... Uh, Ministry of European Affairs and Immigration, who the ministry who is in, that is also in charge of asylum. Uh, the announcement that was made by the authorities was that they would no longer admit uh, asylum seekers, at least no longer admit male asylum seekers in uh, accommodation centers. Mm -hmm. uh, so they have announced that those people would still be allowed to file asylum applications in Luxembourg, but would no longer have accommodation. So there's nowhere for them to stay, basically. They can Ex be here, exactly. but they're on the streets. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so what we, so we were already extremely concerned when we saw this announcement last Friday, mm -hmm. and we started seeing the results right away. So as of Monday, we have had people and more and more people coming in Passerelle's offices to uh, ask for help because they have no idea where to go. And we, as so Passerelle is an organization that provides, in principle, legal support to asylum seekers, yes. uh, also to other um, vulnerable migrants, so refugees, uh, people who, has been, who have been denied asylum, but uh, especially asylum seekers. And so at, at the moment, instead of you know, tr trying to give them exhaustive legal advice, we are faced with people who do not even have a place to stay, do not know where to get food. And so the, the, the result, the immediate result of the decision of the authorities last week is that now we have these asylum seekers who are arriving in Luxembourg and have are sleeping on the streets. Mm -hmm. And everybody has noticed how bad the weather is, uh, yeah. is at the moment. So this is absolutely a disaster. It, it is a, a humanitarian disaster. It is also a violation of the rights of those asylum seekers. And this is what we want to insist on because we are in principle uh, here also to help them uh, claim their rights. Asylum seekers, according to European law, as well as Luxembourgish law, are all entitled to accommodation during all the, all the, the, the procedure that they go through to have their asylum application assessed. So from the moment that a person asks for asylum in Luxembourg to the moment that they get a final decision, which might be a negative decision, right? But yeah. this usually, most of the time, takes weeks, months, sometimes years. During all this time, they are entitled to accommodation as well as other material reception conditions. That means food, access to sanitary facilities, sanitary products as well. Uh, yeah, and um, I noticed that uh, in the headline of your uh, press release, you mentioned the fact that uh, asylum seekers on the streets in the country with the highest per capita GB GDP in the world. So charitably, that's ironic at best, isn't it? That one of the sort of richest countries is unable to... Um, yeah, so do, do you have a comment about that? It, it's, it's ironic. It's sadly ironic. It's absolutely heartbreaking mm -hmm. to, to see that even Luxembourg is not, uh, not, you know, not, not doing the, the right things, at least you know, uh, unlocking the necessary means to face these emergency situations. Mm -hmm. uh, we are also very much aware that this is uh, connected to a large extent to the, a, a broader issue that Luxembourg has been facing, which is the housing crisis, of yes. course, mm -hmm. general housing shortage. Uh, so our position 
from the perspective of, of, the, of the organization, is that no one should be sleeping on the streets. So also not a Luxembourg or an EU citizen should be sleeping on the street, but neither should asylum seekers be left in that situation. Yeah. So yes, this is what we find extremely sad, extremely, as you say, ironic as well, that the resources that are, they are in Luxembourg. They're yeah, just they, not they used exist. for this. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so this, is, this is absolutely unacceptable. And it's also a violation of several provisions of European law as well as, as Luxembourgish law. Yes. Okay, so, um, yeah, th that's the situation they're in. Um, can I just check? So, uh, it's, would, they, would I be right in thinking it's single men? So, that, so um, if, if um, a family has arrived, or if, a, if it's a man with, with a accompanied, then th they still stand a chance. It's, it's single men that are, are being um, discriminated against here. Yes, so I, I would be also... I, I wouldn't say 100% yes, because mm -hmm. we have also, I mean, it, it's not new that the uh, asylum and migration services in Luxembourg tend to leave people on the street. Mm -hmm. So it, it's not, it, we've seen this before, and we've seen especially families who have been denied asylum, who have children, uh, and because they don't fit the definition of, of a refugee, mm -hmm. they are also left on the street with completely destitute. So the, we've seen these situations before at Passerelle. Now, what is new is the numbers of, of, um, of people who are concerned by this new decision, of mm -hmm. course. And here it seems to be indeed male asylum seekers who are concerned. What we've been seeing from the beginning of the week is only, uh, so only single men, apparently. There are some uh, some some issues that are still not clear, but fr from what we are we are seeing, uh, some of the testimonies of those young men who come and, and ask for for our help, uh, it seems that some of them at least are under eighteen. So, so they're minors. They're minors, mm -hmm. uh, except the, immig the the immigration authorities also tell them in that they don't believe them, and therefore they leave them also on the street with no accommodation. Right. Which I guess these people have no way of proving. Uh, the legal age. So that's that's a very good point, of course. It's, of course, most of them have absolutely no uh, papers, yeah. no identification, so they might be uh, tracked uh, thanks to, you know, they might be identified with their fingerprints, but, but sure. that's, that's the only thing that essentially that there is. Uh, the thing is, when it comes to minors, is that there is in the law, and again, it's not just European law, it's also Luxembourgish law, there, is a, there are very clear provisions that there should be a presumption. If someone comes in and declares that they are a minor, this should be presumed. So mm -hmm. we, we, the authorities are then allowed to have some ways to to assess this and to check if they have doubts. But the principle is, if someone comes and declares themselves a minor, that's how they should be considered and treated as long as there's no proof to the contrary. Yeah. So in such a situation, it would mean that they should have to be uh, considered as children and not only accommodated, but accommodated mm -hmm. according to the needs of a child. Yeah, and one of our um, listeners, Philippe, has just said, and winter is coming, basically. And yes, you know, it's wet now, but it's still not as cold as it's going to get. In Luxembourg, winter exactly. can be very, very cold. Absolutely. So the question then is, um, what happens now? So, and is there anything that uh, our listeners mm -hmm. can do to help? Yes, so thank you. Uh, first, I have to say, we are, so we are at the moment uh, dealing with a lot of, of very painful cases, obviously, but we are also extremely grateful to see that, and it's not the first time, but we see it this week, that a lot of citizens are already responding to our calls for help. Mm -hmm. So this is this is really, I mean, it's, it's really heartwarming in this situation. So we have uh, people who are 
who have donated tents, uh, sleeping bags. And this is actually what we, the immediate needs are this. Mm -hmm. So if uh, people want to, 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 to donate, uh, they can uh, <coughs> contact Passerelle. We have the, the, the email address that, that is a con contact at uh, passerelle.lu uh, that can be used to, 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 to make contact. And uh, we welcome, usually it's not so much our thing to welcome those kinds of donations because they they add to the let's say logistical burden of having to but uh, since this is really an emergency and we really literally have people coming every day to ask for a place to stay and at least something to keep warm uh, at this time we need extra sleeping bags we need extra tents so this is something that can be donated uh, we also always need financial resources uh, for instance we had a couple of, of financial donations this week that were already used to buy sleeping bags because sure. there was a need so this can still be done uh, so we will uh, be calling for that kind of help also, so you can stay tuned for, for further announcements. The other thing that we uh, would like help on is to put pressure on the authorities, basically, because what is happening at the moment is that, so we, we are, we are uh, trying to meet the immediate needs of these people, mm -hmm. so accommodation, we cannot give them, but we at least try to give them, uh, so as I was saying, uh, sleeping bags to keep warm, uh, tents to try to see where they can go get some food, which is also not that easy, but we try to give them at least some, uh, some information. Um, so there is that. We are fighting on the legal front as well because we are helping those people uh, get in contact with lawyers and be represented in court so that there can be also legal action that is taken. Mm -hmm. um, but the thing is, this practice of the authorities has already been f so other countries are unfortunately doing that as well and it has already been found to be a violation of the law mm -hmm. so we know that what luxembourg the luxembourg authorities at the moment is illegal uh, the belgian authorities have been condemned by the european court of human rights exactly for the same facts for not uh, giving accommodation to asylum seekers so there is this legal front on which we are working a lot at the moment but the additional and extremely important front is to show that uh, so that civil society and that citizens show that they don't agree with what the authorities sure. are doing. Yeah. So w we we will also be uh, calling for 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 help shortly. To um, so we're we're still working on the form that is going to take because as I was saying, we are working in in a, sure. an emergency so context progress. exactly. But it will be something like a petition or an open letters that people will be invited to sign uh, to, to the attention of the authorities, the current minister of immigration, but also the future government because sure. this is also something that is going to change uh, shortly. So yes, um, Catherine, is there anything else that um, you think uh, the listeners? should know or would need to hear? Well, at the moment, this is uh, people keep coming. Uh, so like when I left the, the passerelle offices uh, last night, it was six mm -hmm. and the, it was six in the evening. The, the waiting room was quite crowded. And just on my way out, I saw other yeah. asylum seekers arriving. So it's, it's really it, it's it's happening. It's going to be the same today, the same next week. So we are really grateful for the help we are receiving already, and we can we need all the help we can get. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you ever so much, Catherine. And yeah, like, keep us posted. Yeah.